We in here. What's up, everybody? What's up? <clears throat> it's that time. We're getting the notifications. Y'all know the deal. It's that time right there in the beginning. We start a little early. We get it hyped up. We do that thing with the watch parties and the shares and all that good jazz. We out here doing the damn thing. You know, I can't do it because I'm in Facebook jail, but I can start this watch party, though, on my personal profile. So we're going to knock it out. Whoo! What a day. What a day. What a day. What a day. Let me tell you guys about this, man. It was wild. I had so many uh, technical problems, back-to-back technical difficulties that it was just insane today. But we powered through. We made it happen. We got it figured out. Now we got comments on the screen. We got the scrolly thing on the bottom. We got the whole damn thing happening tonight. <laughs> Just because I'm putting comments on the screen, Zach Beasley hits us up with one. I feel like we're going to be seeing that one a lot this evening. <clears throat> Josh, I see you guys. All right, so first things first, you guys know the deal. We start just a few minutes early so you can guys can get this shirt out, tuned in, blah, 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 yada, yada. Let your friends know what you're doing, that whole deal. What I need, though, especially now that we got the comments on the screen thing, which is which is dope, I need you guys to drop where you're tuning in from, where you guys are watching from live right now. Drop it below in the comments. It's almost 9 o'clock. Oh, shit. It is 9 o'clock. It is that time, ladies and gentlemen. It is 9 o'clock. That means it's time for Race Talk with Rice with your boy Matt Rice, the number one racing podcast as voted by Tommy Reek and several others. Y'all know the deal. We couldn't do this without the help of our awesome sponsors, Snake Eater Performance. You guys know them. They got the fuel injectors. They got them going down on a deal. Probably have a Black Friday sale coming up. And as always, you save with coupon code DNR5. Check that, type that in the checkout. We've also got uh, NoPrep.com, everything NoPrep. You guys know the deal. Go over there on the website. They got one of the largest Facebook groups, NoPrep uh, Racing. It's crazy. Anything NoPrep you guys need to stay up to date with that. Get up with them guys. VS Racing, they've been down from the beginning. Y'all know them. The turbos, the quality's been going up over the years. They got the the inlays with the with the VS Racing on it now. It's crazy. So make sure you guys give them a shout for an affordable turbo. Street car fabrication, my man Donnie Clark. He over there himself making these flanges. Some beautiful pieces of art out there. And of course, skinny sauce. You already know the deal. We ain't going nowhere without a bottle of skinnies. That's the deal. So. It's that time, ladies and gentlemen. It's not, it's not race talk right. Uh, race talk rice for your boy, Matt Rice. And we've got two special guests tonight. We've got uh, Doug Cook, owner of Motion Raceworks, and we've got Derek, aka Slower Than You, aka Liam Nissan. We're going to catch up with both of those guys. Got a bunch of questions to ask them. And work with me, guys, tonight. It's, it's, a little, it's a little rough. I'm using this new thing, so now I got to be looking at the screen. And trying to bring the comments up and everything else. I need like a, a person to sit next to me off camera just to click this button. So first up tonight, we're going to be uh, talking to Doug Cook. He's the owner of Motion Raceworks. Let's see if I can make this transition nice and smooth like it's supposed to. Oh, look, it's giving him the countdown timer, I think. There he is. What's going on? What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Now, I just need to know, for background sake, did you just hear everything I said while I was on screen? Or yeah, I did. Yeah, I was just like kind of off in the behind the screen, but I could see everything and hear everything. So, all right, well, that's good. We're doing all right. We're making it. We're making it work. So, Doug, for those of the, for everybody just tuning in, maybe don't know who you are. Tell us who you're from, who you are, where you're from, and what you do. Uh, my name is Doug Cook, and uh, we are here in Frigid, Iowa, and. Uh, I'm one of the owners of Motion Raceworks, a uh, company we started about four years ago now, and uh, we build race car parts. Build race car parts, and talking about uh, the parts, what was one of your, I'm going to get right into the questions, because I had a bunch of them, like, personally, myself. <laughs> All good. Uh, what, what was the first part that you guys had? Uh, the first part we had was a turbo flange that we added extra ears on it for mounting, um, you know, to kind of keep the piping from cracking and bouncing around and stuff like that. It was just, uh, that was an idea long before motion existed. I just wanted to have some made and I didn't have any machines at that point. So I made those, started selling them and, uh, just sold out pretty quick. And then we started making more, came up with more ideas and the rest is history. So 
and all those products made uh, right here in America, right there in Frigid, Iowa. Yeah, Frigid, Iowa. It's mm-hmm. hot during the summer, though. But yeah, it's colder now. So, so what was that? That was the thing is you you saw a need for something. You, I, I'm assuming you had that need yourself. Yeah, like you know, the mounting system. Yeah, I think um, at least back then, I, and it's. I feel like social media is helping a lot of that along, but people, you know, these companies were just making parts they'd always made. They weren't listening to racers and builders and stuff like that. And uh, there's a lot of barriers to entry and we kind of had a few ideas and things that made things easier. So we're like, oh, we're just going to make them. And if we don't sell them cool, we all still have day jobs. And if we, uh, and it goes well, I mean, we never really assumed anything would come of it. I lost my, uh, my camera there. Um, man down. So we really never thought anything would come of it. We all had day jobs and, uh, we just figured if we could, uh, make some extra money to put in our pockets to get us to the racetrack and pay for gas and tires and stuff, that'd be cool. But it, uh, turned out that people liked our ideas and we just kept making new stuff and still do to this day. So now my question is you talk about some of the barriers. I mean, what's it like? Um, you know, I'm, I'm a business owner. I had a shop, I had this, that, and the other, you know, what's it like crossing some of those barriers that you talk about? You're releasing a new product and faced with, you know, these huge competitions that's been around for years. What are some of the barriers you go through dealing with stuff like that? Well, number one is that you don't a lot, you know, when we started out, we didn't have any machines. So we had to find products that we could make and still make a couple bucks on. Um, we've had a lot of products over the years that, we've had great ideas, but we just don't have a way to make them and make money. And that's obviously the, uh, end goal. You have to make money if you want to keep the lights on. So, um, right. you know, and then forget that Everybody forgets that like, you gotta, you know what I mean? It's, it's always that balance. Like, yeah, we have a lot of products that people are like, you're selling that too cheap. You're hurting the market. Um, right. and then we have products where I'm like, Oh, that's a really good price. And people are like, you're out of your mind. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so a lot of it just to, you know, you forget about how many parts are in things and we right. try to make things We're we're not trying to get rich on any single part or, you know, any of that. So we, it's just, it's always just trying to keep in mind what can it sell for and what can, what can you do to make it and make it, you know, affordable. Cause all of us are just trying to do our thing out here. So no, racing is just like- not, in, Yeah. Have you guys, uh, and this is like a personal thing, you don't even really got to answer this, we're getting kind of deep now, but like something that I found, and in, in sh- when I started selling parts online, you know, I, I had my shop, my shop was open for a while, whatever, but I found like one of the things that was really popular was I took a couple pieces and put it together into one box, like stuff you could buy separately, but yeah. in one box, it like changes the whole dynamic. And- yeah, look, we're all, we're all trying to hit the easy button. <laughs> everybody is like i mean our customers are all you know they're all working men and they work 70 hours a week and 80 hours a week and they come home and they yeah take care of their kids and then they go out to the garage and it's not like anybody's poor by any means but a lot yeah, of people but, yeah, a lot of people time is more important than money so and, and um, that's a big thing see i always had the luxury like and this is i did my shopping and i was the piece together guy i was like i knew if i bought the fitting here and the this there and the, yeah I, mean, I could save a couple bucks but it's nice yeah to and it, packaged up exactly and then one of the things that we're trying to do is just make whatever we have just the same as you know any of the big the big uh, box stores because we want we just want to help people out as much as we can and not gouge them and seems to be working now with all the different products and you know having to buy these machines and everything else you talk about the stuff that you guys were making are you like a fabricator by trade i mean you said you all had day jobs so it was you know uh honestly i was just when i started out i built cars and i wanted to go faster than what my budget would afford so i learned how to weld and uh fabricate and all that stuff and my dad growing up at a tool and die shop so I uh, learned a few things there and I, I just had to do it cause I had to do it. Like if I the cars I wanted to build, I couldn't afford to pay anybody to do any of it. So <laughs> I'm not the best welder. I'm not the best machinist uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but we do pretty good. And um, it's uh, you know, the thing about motion is there's a lot more than just myself. I'm the one that everybody sees. Cause I, I am the kind of the voice and the face of motion, but look, I, I've had this discussion like, and it's, 
not that there's <clears throat> i think people get this misconstrued if you're a public face of something yep. you're going to spend a lot of time out there everybody's going to see the face blah 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 there's always people and uh you know what i mean like you're about to talk about right now there's other individuals involved but they're just not in the spotlight so yeah it's, it's crazy it's it's a common practice people just don't understand it everybody thinks that like you know what i mean there's only one thing going yeah. on here yeah, I mean, dude, we have 15 people now at the shop, and they're all incredible, or they wouldn't be there. Uh, every person we hire has to really, like, pull their weight and uh, be good at what they do. And for the most part, I mean, for and want to be there. And we have an awesome shop, and everybody has a lot of fun, but we have good welders. Our engineers are awesome. They're all car guys. They all have turbo LS combos yeah. and stuff. And uh, nice. my brother's like, the main designer engineer uh he runs a cnc shop so he's awesome at what he does it's it's way more than just me in fact it's a little unsettling as you get bigger because i used to be such a big piece of the puzzle and you become less and less so you're trying to always like work your way into making sure that it doesn't lose that but uh, it's pretty cool i just want i go on these podcasts and stuff and everybody's like man they like doug cook motion rate I'm like, dude, I am the small. I'm a small piece of it at this point. I may have been a very large piece of it in the beginning, but you just see me more than other people. So, and is it uh, from some of the the videos I see and stuff? Are you like the the crazy idea guy? Like you're always the one. Yeah. With the, like, hey, I just yeah. burst in. You guys got to write yeah. this down. Yeah, they everybody just they're like, oh, here comes Doug. Uh, <laughs> they call me the shiny eyed goat is my nickname because. I'll bounce over here. here. Yeah, I'll like bounce over here. I'll have this idea. So I'll walk into engineering and then I'll go out in the shop and work on it. And I don't, but yeah, I don't really know what my job duty is, but I just bounce around. I'm the idea guy and I try to pull it all together along with a couple other people. But yeah, that's pretty much what I do. What is it's cool. If you had to pick like a, a favorite product, I mean, you're talking about like four years in now. Is there any product? I mean, you're proud of all your stuff, and I've seen it as beautiful. So, but Thanks. is there anything like you're specifically like, man, I was re this really was my baby, and I was so happy when it came to life? And I feel like that about almost every product, honestly. And some sell better than others, and some of them. My whole thing is, I kind of, if I have a fault, it's that we get caught up. Sorry, I got dogs walking by. Uh, we <laughs> get caught up. Desk, so you know, I'll, I'll come up with these ideas and we'll put them into play. And I'm like, oof, I guess there's really not tons of people that need this. Right. And, you know, we don't really have any loser products per se, but we're usually like right on to the next one and on to the next one. Our new catch can and uh, valve cover breathers are really cool. Yeah. Uh, they, the valve cover breathers are really awesome. That's something that one of our goals and when we design a part is like how to make things easier so guys don't have to like take two years to develop the skills they can get like right into building a car, get it done and go out and race. Because I mean, it's really cool going to the racetrack and just seeing more cars every year. So it's, it's and, also crazy because like talking about the, the catch or the, the breather, the valve cover breather, mm -hmm. the um, like I already see the problems of like, Oh man, I'm gonna try to weld one on here, and then I'm a 98, and this, that, and the other. And yep. that is a limit. And you know what I mean? Was it something that just clicked one day, or is that something you've been developing for a long, long time? Uh, you know, a lot of our products um, now, especially because we have, we literally have just sheets of like probably 50 or 100 products that are just waiting to be put in the cycle. But that one's been going on for a while, and we'll just we'll 3D print it and check it out, and we'll have meetings about it, and it's amazing. As simple as that little part seems, how many times we've revised it and redone it to make sure, even down to the last minute, like some of the pieces that went along with it, we had to have them remade because right before we put them on the machine, and it's like, do any, does anybody ever catch that? Eh, probably not, but like, right. I don't want to do a V2. I just want to have a V1 that works. So um, well, that's got to be a big yeah, I think because it's, I mean, it sounds stupid, but you, you think about so many things and so many different avenues. And, you know, so many different what if scenarios that sometimes you tend to find like the craziest shit and miss the simplest stuff or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Too much to all think about. And you're talking about down to the minute. I mean, that's crazy going that many times, you know, because I would understand it easy 10, 20, 30, 40 revisions by the time we get it right. Yeah. I mean, yep. are the numbers that high, is it that crazy? Oh yeah. Cause we, I mean, our 3d printers go all day, every day and it's just, 
we'll just sit there and, you know, go over things and start them over. And then, you know, one of the things that we're um, striving to do is we're trying to make production on, especially like products that are going to be very useful to a lot of people. We're trying to put them into a format and a, we're building fixtures so that we can do them at high volume and compete with the imported stuff and all that. And, uh, cause I, I, my worst fear is to make a killer product that nobody can afford or nobody sees the value in. So we're trying, it's always that balance. Like we got to make it cool and, and all that, but we also have to make it affordable and some things end up that way and some don't. So now speaking of cool, you guys have been known to do one of the, the coolest things that I've ever seen. Uh, but has led to a great shortage or something's going on. What's, gushers. What's with the <laughs> gusher crisis of 2019? What is happening? Oh, my God. So um, one of our customers, Trevor Kurtz, uh, was like, throw some gushers in my package. I'm like, oh. and this was early on. So I was, I think I was driving on an errand. So I stopped at the grocery store and got a couple packs oh, and threw them in. And he's like, no way. And he posted it, like went viral. And then everybody's like, oh, what gushers in mine? So we got hooked up with General Mills and they, uh, I think we like, I don't know, we we basically worked out a deal with them and we got a couple pallets of Gushers. Well, then all of a sudden they decided they didn't want to provide them anymore. And uh, so we had to stop putting them in packages. Now, yeah, it's going to be like a big revolt. We'll probably go down like 50% market share this year as a result. But (laughs) they're going to be out front with the pitchforks. Like they will, man. Yeah, I've already had people threaten to not buy from us. I'm like, let's we got to get this figured out. We got to get this. Can you imagine like <laughs> Hollywood scenarios and everybody walks into the office and like you just walk in and slam it down on the table? We need to get this gusher situation figured out. Oh, we've had meetings like that, man. I never thought it'd be. It started out as funny, but now people are getting rowdy about it. So, right. Do you think that uh, it, you know, what I mean, is it sounds so stupid, but from a marketing standpoint, like it's brilliant. Do you think it's one of the things that as silly as it sounds really helped push the company to a next level? Uh, it didn't hurt by any stretch of imagination, but I think just the whole concept is uh, we are gaining market share and we're growing really fast because we're, we don't give a shit what anybody says and we do right. a, what, if the customers love it, we're going to do it. If, if like there's a part that doesn't make sense, I'm still going to do it. And if we can get a pallet of gushers and throw a package in there, you know, that type of stuff. And there's like this, the automotive world, there's like this huge gap. There's like people like us and cool dudes like rock solid motorsports and Donnie Streetcar and everybody. They're all cool people and they all have fun like we do. And then you get these stuff up, stuffed up like, corporate types right. up here and then you know the, the other level of so i think people enjoy the little real worldness of what we do and i think it's just funny because talking about you know getting the extra gusher pack it seems silly but like i i even wondered back in the day like when i would order parts i had an audi back in the day this was like mm-hmm. fucking eight years ago or something so yep. i would go to ecs and i'd be like man why do i gotta pay the extra dollar fifty for the sticker like you would think, I just bought parts from them. They should give me yeah. free advertising for them. And you said the sticker is one thing, but the gushers is what. Really, <laughs> like we went straight from the back window of the car to the stomach, and that's how you want. Yeah, the I'm the worst man. I love, I love same way as you. I love opening a package and getting all this stuff. Yeah. So I'm actually the worst because I'm like. Let's throw these hero cards in there. Let's throw gushers in there. Let's throw stickers in there. And uh, then you're like, oh, we only sold an $11 part. We got to calm it down, guys. <laughs> well, everybody forgets. That's a budget, too. We got to pay for the pay. Yeah, exactly. Pay for all that stuff. But the yeah. the hero cards, I mean, that I saw that. And that's also incredible what you do for, for your customers. And I would assume, you know, at this point, they got to be your friends. You're working that closely with them. Um, yeah but it turns out that way but to take these racers and you know publicize them like that and now have an audience to do so i mean that's an incredible thing to do for people how did you guys come up with that idea you know i'm sure you're the same way but i grew up at um i went to the nhra races and stuff when they were still cool before they sucked and uh can we talk about last the only thing that happened in nhra in the last 10 years to be relevant yeah exactly yeah um and i just remember like 
going around to the pits and they had all those hero cards. And I thought it like, as a kid, that's what sucked me. And I, yeah. you know, I just remember, uh, V games invited me into his trailer, uh, signed my hero uh-huh. card of his. And, you know, I'm like in the pro stock guys trailer back when pro stock was cool. Yeah. And, uh, it was, it was, like I just remember how much of an impact it had on me. And you go to these races now. You go to like streetcar takeover, or these no prep events. You go to ducks race, and for the most part, none of that exists. Like maybe like one or two guys will have something out, and a lot of them are still good with the fans. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that. It's that thing that you take away when you're a kid and you like tape it to your headboard or whatever. And uh, I just think that they're. It's. it's I think it's good. Sword. It's a double edged sword too because you get. I definitely see what you're saying. Like, yeah, you know, everybody's good with the, you know, good with the fans, good with the kids, everything. But, you know, shit, half the time it's hard to get kids shirt sizes. Exactly. Yeah. So something simple like that. And it's a double-edged sword because then, you know, you start handing this stuff out and and everybody – you get the the people in the back. Oh, it fucking thinks he's special. He's handing out of here. No, you're trying to do something for the, the kids and the continuation of the sport. Exactly. And I like, I think people just forget how important some of that stuff is. So, you know, the, the ones we're doing now are like streetcar ones, which I think will be cool to see how they turn out. Just like, well, those, I'm going to send all those guys a packet of theirs and just see if they hand them out next year and stuff. And maybe I never see it, but we did posters this year for like all the drag radio cars that um, have like our sticker on the side of them. And I just can't wait in like 10 years to see pictures of those. And I just think people like love that stuff. And if that's what helps move the sport along, which if you're like me, dude, I just remember all those cars and all those people and all those things. And you know, just to keep the sport going around, because we all know it's expensive and stuff. So there's enough barriers to entry. We need something to pull them in. So it is. And it's, you know, it's hard with, uh, you know, the the cost of some of these things these days and like even some of the bigger events for the fans to get into it's, you know what I mean? Even if just like, exactly. Even if they never get in the cars, but they're sitting in the stands because they, because Lyle Barnett gave them a card, signed it or Justin Martin and, hand it to them and they're like, I'm going to every, you know, they're just begging their parents to go to races and stuff. So I'm going to assume you're, uh, you're betting on Lyle's taking uh digger die. Uh, I haven't heard about this. What's the digger die digger die. Oh, uh, no prep thing race going on in North Carolina the weekend before Christmas. Oh, okay. I haven't heard about is he racing beer money. Yeah. Yeah. He entered it. Sweet. Uh, and it's like, uh, and they just, they've just been updating the list. So it's new news anyway. Um, but he entered in, and it's going to be like 64 cars or something. It'll be 20. Nice. It'd be wild. I'll tell you what, man. North Carolina is not to be taken lightly. That There are so many fast cars down there. We have a huge customer base there, and it's like I'd hate to go to one of those tracks for a Friday night event because you're going to show up and have some competition. Yep. So it's, it's not like Iowa. I'll tell you that much. Well, and it's funny, like that race too, they got, I mean, everybody and their brothers going. So, cause they've got 64 cars. We got guys. That's a lot. In Delaware, right. Delaware, uh, dirty 30 from up in New York, Billy from Ohio, Eric Mance from Ohio, Luke from, there's uh Maryland. Just everybody is going to this fucking place. It's going to be. That's legit. Yeah. They're, it's nice know, to have some stuff like other than just Oklahoma, Texas. <laughs> Well, it's nice too because it's it well, kind of sucks because week the weekend before Christmas, so it's like yeah, that's tough. But that's if they got sixty four cars, that's legit. Oh, but people want to go racing, like I'm that's, exactly. That's trying to be my Christmas gift to myself is getting down. There. <laughs> you know what I mean, I like it. They say five oh eight. Treat yourself. Exactly. That should be my Christmas gift. Where's five oh eight at? Five oh eight is uh five oh eight where um uh, um that's you ever see that video? Uh-uh. I'll send it to you after. Five oh eight Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay. North Boston. Carolina. North Carolina all about the grudge. Damn, what was I gonna say? We got completely off topic, completely off Yeah, topic. we did. <laughs> I, I tend to do that often. No, but that's what makes it perfect because we just go out and left field, do whatever we want. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep, for sure. It's a different experience. But not any of us. Oh, okay. I don't think he said no 508 is going down to that race. So what is your uh what is your obsession with the LS motor? 
Uh, I wouldn't say I have necessarily an obsession. It's just I think it's um, it's such a good platform, man. I I was my first build was well, my first several builds like like everybody else, like cam only stuff, and then right. my first turbo build was a turbo five three forge deal, and that car was like a terror around here, like back in like two thousand eleven or something. It was going. 850s like when nobody was and we were on like eight five tires and stuff but uh like that i just lo- i i remember being it, like oh, 16 and you know what i mean like yeah nine holy shit you know yeah it was it was uh so that i mean that that car was just a lot of fun so i remember it and i've just built so many and i've tried to stray away from it to be honest with you i did the lt stuff i've done it a couple times now that motor pound for pound can't be built, cannot be beat by the LS engine. When people start plugging those DI ports and putting, just running them like an LS motor. Right. Uh, Cause you can just plug an LS three um, ECU into them. Okay. Uh, those things are, they're going to be nasty. The coyotes are cool. The Hemis, I'm trying to build a Hemi. So these are cool, but the problem is, is they just, they're not down in price yet. They're not, a, they're not in everybody's price range. Yeah. There's, they're getting there though, man. You can build, you know the problem is that they have a such a low ceiling you know you start having to like sleeve blocks and stuff at a thousand horsepower so i think um that's a downfall too for like a swap i mean plenty of people own coyote cars yeah for doing a coyote swap like it's not just you know they haven't come down in numbers yeah i got an ltd and like look if it if it could cost me the same amount of money to put uh you know a coyote motor in there as it would i would do it I think it will eventually. I mean, they're in trucks and cars and there's yeah. millions of them out there. I think a lot of it is just that so many people didn't mess with The Ford community is about as niche as we are in the LS community, but yeah. but there's less of them, it seems like. Like everybody in the LS side of the house is just like, we're partying. It's a good time. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I mean? They don't get all bent out of shape. The other yeah. fucking small box Chevy guys, they get bent out of shape over fucking yeah. house. We're like, for what? I respect it all, man. I I'd like to. That's I want to build everything. So I, my next project should be a Hemi deal, a Gen Three Hemi Hellcat type of situation. But I don't know. I always seem to go back to LS. It's a. It's just a good, inexpensive platform. So it just it works. I mean, yep. There's a reason it's so popular. You go to LS Fest. There's eight million people there. So <laughs> they have an entire race dedicated yeah. to the family of motor. Yeah. Yeah. And that city's crazy. Have you been to Bowling Green for that? No, I haven't. Oh my god, dude, it's insane. I've never been anywhere like I've never been in a city that just transforms like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. we. I mean, I don't know. We've got. I've been to. I went to Pigeon Forge for like a Jeep thing, and then we've got Ocean City, Maryland. So we got the cruise in, and like overnight, just fucking. There's a million cars there, and yeah. But even still, I got a feeling it's different. Like Alabama, or sorry, Kentucky's born. And uh, yep. different scenery, it'd be a wild time. Speaking of events, are you going uh, to PRI? Yes, I am. So what are you guys doing at PRI this year? Uh, you know what? We don't ever have booths. Um, I think a lot of PRI is people have always done PRI, so they keep having a booth. And uh, some of our some of our friends in industry are, are bugging us to start having booths, but Man, I I don't know. I just really enjoy going and hanging out with people. It's a cool atmosphere because like we get to go and see all the racers. You know, normally when we're at a race, people are racing, so they're just right. thrashing on things. And other than like one rainout day when you get to drink beer, but like you get to hang out with everybody, talk to everybody, see what's new, and it's just a cool networking experience. So if you're in the industry, you pretty much need to go. But oh yeah, it's like a you know people ask the question if you ask should i be at pri the answer is yes like, yeah exactly yeah. yeah it's that whole city is just nuts for that whole thing it's just beer drinking and you know a bunch of lies being told everywhere you <laughs> know liars everywhere i think it fires up everybody because you know right around the corner is lights out you know as far as like the drag radio stuff and then no prep there's just all year but everybody gets together and talks smack and next thing you know there's 20 new cars being built and all the craziness starts. So it happens. Uh, have, do you have any favorite moments for PRI? Is there anything that's happened there over the years? Oh man. Or fun or 
Um, go karts, and they fucking the line was like four hours of wait time, so I never got to ride the go karts. Really? No. The first couple of years, uh, we went to West Buck at Drag Illustrated's like after party. That was a lot of fun. They always got the yeah. Um, but nothing like super stand out. It's just you just bounce around the bars and hang out with people and cause ruckus and all that stuff. So mayhem go play in the snow it fucking snows over there yep for sure well look brother it's about that time we've been on for about a half hour we're about to get uh get ready to take a little break head on to the next guest but cool i feel like i got like 37 questions for you so we might have (laughs) i'll come back on someday we might have to do a part two Uh, is there anything you want to say before you hop off here anybody you'd like to thank or uh shout out or anything where you got the opportunity uh just joe hunt we all miss that guy he was a huge uh, – there's a huge gap in the world now without him. So um, I appreciate uh, the Garage Built guys, you know, putting this shirt out and taking care of the family. And it's just – this this stuff is so cool about the car community because I've never been in any other community where people you've never met come together and support other people. So um, – I was in the military and it's similar, but there's some differences too. It's yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, it's just crazy how there's just a bond between everybody that, you know, you've never met, you might not ever meet, but, uh, we take care of each other. So like just talking about our next guest, uh, Derek, he was actually one of, if not the very first guest I ever had on this. Oh, that's cool. And uh, and never even met him in person, but we since then we've been talking. You know, what I mean, text, catch up every once in a while, Bob. And you just make friends with people across the country who one day, you know, we'll bump into each other. We'll be at PRI or something, or I'll come yep. that way for a race, or he's at this way, or you know, and, and you make them uh, the lifelong friends. So it's it's definitely a fantastic community to be a part of. That's for sure. For sure. Well, I that appreciate was- having me on, man. Thank you very much, my man. We made it happen. Got through it. I'm going to kick you off for now. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Doug Cook. He is uh, owner, one of the owners of Motion Raceworks, if you guys don't know already. And huge shout-out to the entire Motion Raceworks family. He tried to shout them out. Damn, I didn't even get to half of my questions. Man, we're going to have to have Doug back on because I haven't even been in. I didn't even get through half of them jokers. So... We've also got, now we're going to figure out if I can make this happen, if at all possible. Let me see. Let me shoot him a message. We are going to have none other than Derek Slower Than You coming on, talking about moving down there all the way down south, what it's been like, what's going on with Liam Nissan. And uh, recently he was in a uh, one of those no trailer races down there and uh had a good time i think he made it to the finals of that one if i remember the video correctly where's that list what's the list i don't know what list you're talking about gary but while we got this brief moment and i sent Derek a text and hopefully we can get him logged on here i wanted to take a moment to thank the sponsors yet again you know the deal vs racing skinnies streetcar fabrication no prep.com snake eater performance the whole crew out there doing it i appreciate you guys greatly also appreciate hot shot secrets stay tuned there's gonna be some cool stuff happening with hot shots i can tell you that that's all i'm gonna say about that there's gonna be some cool shit happening over there so oh yep sign on in use the last one should be the last one of the week so oh my list of questions I don't have a list of questions. So what happened today, because I, uh, because I spent so much time getting this whole fucking thing fixed and I had to literally, I'm on Chrome right now. I had to, I had to download Firefox, Chrome, all this stuff today, blah, 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 just to make it happen. I never even got to write down the questions. So. Derek's over there. Literally, I'm on Chrome right now. What's going on, brother? What's up? Oh crap! I gotta, I gotta mute the stream. Oh, is that what's playing in the background? Yep. All right, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> what's going uh, on, my man? Oh, nothing much. You guys hear me all right? Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you great. It's actually working perfectly. 
never yeah i've never used this app i was like i don't i hope i don't screw it up but man that was easy just click it and it goes well, that, well easy on my part I, obviously you had a like, lot of hard time with it meanwhile he's watched every one of my streams <laughs> today <laughs> man he's beating his head off against the wall so yeah, i watched a lot of them but i missed a lot of them too so i can only imagine how much of a pain uh, in the ass that was my my thing that i wasn't so hype about was that you have to download an app like I don't like saying, "Hey, I want you to come on the show," blah blah blah. And then, by the way, you have to download this app to your phone. Like, I just don't like doing. Yeah, that. but I mean, think about how easy that is for everybody. I mean, it's it's not like it's you know, two thousand and three anymore or something. I mean, people download apps immediately on the fly, so it's not a huge thing to download an app. You got to realize too that some of my previous guests have been incredibly technically challenged. Oh, I guess so. Shit, and maybe. Like, <laughs> you realize racers are, you know. 15 to you know 95 yeah that's true that's true i don't know i guess i just see my like my grandma using like better tech than i use so i just assumed everybody was caught up <laughs> use carburetors that's true <laughs> i'm still trying to figure out where to plug the usb in on those things but right. where's the power wire go what do you mean there's no power wire? <laughs> what's been going on brother you, you recently made a move and yep. it looks like you guys went back and forth on that for a while. It was a long process. Tell us what that was like. Yeah. So, I mean, we've been thinking about doing it for a long time. We just, uh, I mean, it seems kind of crazy when, when people ask me, you know, oh, what made you come down to Texas? Uh, I, you know, I got two different answers. Um, if they have no idea about cars, then I tell them, well, you know, we like the warmer weather year round. But right. really, we came down for a year round racing season. And you know, for especially if you live in an area where everything literally shuts down over the winter, right? Um, you know, it kind of makes sense. And so we had an opportunity to, you know, with my job, I work from home. So, you know, we said, screw it, let's just pull the trigger on it because we were able to. But it's just uh, being in Colorado, especially it was it would tease you because there would be good days all throughout the winter. I mean, nice racing days. I mean, a little chilly, but it was doable. And, but because it was winter, you know, everything, everything racing wise was, was closed. And so, and you know, salt down on the roads everywhere, probably. And all that kind of, thing. yeah. Oh yeah. It gets real sandy and, and, uh, nasty. So even if you want to go out and do some street shenanigans, it's, you know, it's, it's tough. So there's not a crazy amount of racing that goes on. And I, you know, we really liked Tony and I both really liked to make sure we always had a car to run. Right. And, you know, if we're in a year-round racing scenario, it's just whenever we want to go and do something. And there's always stuff down here. Always, I mean, like, literally. These guys are nuts. They, they're they wild. They they call it new trailer season. Now they got the whole season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. And that's my kind of stuff. Like, I was I was stoked that something like that, you know, popped up pretty much as soon as we came down here because that like, was – I was just watching a YouTube video. Hey, we moved in. There's still fucking horses in the garage and yeah. we're racing. <laughs> yeah, I still, I mean, I still got boxes behind me. Sorry, this is the only room that I could do this in. But yeah, I mean, we still got boxes. We're unpacking. The shop's nowhere near ready, but I was like, ah, we could probably make this happen. So screw it. Right. And worth, yeah. worth an experience. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. You know, watching the video, I know you just kind of skipped over some of the parts. Mm. Uh, but it sounded like you had the all-nighter effect. You know, I mean, the just nonstop back and forth shuffle. Yeah. Run through what happened that night. Before, yeah. So uh, we were we were going out that night either way to do some testing. But then I guess, but I think this is typical. But we were going out to test, and somebody was just like, "Hey, by the way, there's a small tire uh, shootout going on tonight." And we were trying to test that night for a race the next day. And they were like, well, shoot, I mean, I guess if testing goes well, we could just race both. Right. Um, but it did not go well. So, uh, I mean, the pass was okay. Uh, but we burst a hole in the flex tube. And, uh, I mean, I don't know how long that hole's been in there. Probably a long time, but we made it much bigger. Right. And uh, so... We see it. It's obviously a problem. We yeah. go over to the spot where they're, uh, you know, doing this race. It, there was only a couple of people, but right. uh, we head over there, and I'm like, "Well, I got to see whether this thing's going to be a problem or not." So we unload it there and do a test pass there and just blow it completely out. And so uh, Robert was uh, he met us at the first spot. I thought he was going to go out and test uh, with Prime. Prime was supposed to be out there 
testing right. his car. And so I get out there and he's by himself. And I'm like, well, you know, what, what ended up happening with that? And he's like, oh, well, no, he ran into some problems too. Everybody was running into problems that weekend. Right. And uh, so, but he still came out. I mean, I've never, I never met this dude. We talked every now and then, but like this was the first time actually meeting him. And, you know, he stayed out there, told me about the spot, uh, you know, got me over to the other spot, helped me out there. And then when it burst completely and we realized, you know, this is not going to be raceable, I thought we were done. He's like, I mean, we could fix it if you want to. <laughs> I mean, this is three in the morning at this we point and I still got to drive. Yeah. I got to drive all the way back to my house because, uh, you know, among uh, a couple other things, I didn't have my wallet with me. So I was running low on fuel <laughs> and, uh, you know, Tanya was exhausted. So she's like, well, if we're going to go home, I'll stay there. So I was trying to figure out how to make all this work. So I, I end up, Robert offers and I say, screw it. Let's, let's give it a try. And so we, I go back home, I get to Robert's at probably five o'clock in the morning, something like that. And, uh, we take the pipe off, we figure something out. Of course, it's not simple. It's not perfectly straight. So, you know, it's a pain in the ass and we're trying to get, yeah, we're trying to get scrap to work, you know, and it's just, uh, but yeah, he, he knocked it out. He made it work. I mean, I think we got done at like 650 and the race was at seven. So right, we put the pipe back on the car. I didn't even start it up. I mean, because it's, you know, it's six o'clock in the morning and is in a, a, we're in a neighborhood. I don't want to start it up there. So I said, screw it. Let's just uh, head over to the meat spot. And so we meet up there. We draw. I still haven't started it up or even tried it. And uh, said, screw it. Let's see if it works. And sure enough, you know, started right up and we did the cruise and it, it did great. So it's, uh, yeah, that's, but that kind of motivation, like I don't, it's really tough to find. And there's plenty of guys in Colorado that would bend over backwards, but I mean, I never met the guy. Like he was just rock star. It was crazy. It's crazy because it's, you know, something that I've talked about, well, maybe not talked about a lot, but thought about in moving, you know I mean? And wanting to go somewhere else, just, just closer to groups of people. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. a geographical thing, closer to groups of people that have, you know, my liking and share some of the same passion and everything. Yeah. And yeah. Like good folks. So, um, yeah. You know, I, I got And we knew that, like, before we even came down here, everybody was just so welcoming and so nice. Like, while we were still shopping for houses, because it took us a while. Right. But, I mean, just the, yeah, everybody yeah, is. Like some neighbors bring you some shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, like, the so the the land that we live on there's a couple of families uh, around us and yeah very first day i mean like every single person was just either they would drive by and be like hey we're gonna we're gonna come by later and say hi or they just you know would bring stuff to eat so right. yeah it was crazy invited us to a fish fry we went out there met met the whole family probably like you know 35 people or something like that oh. it's just yeah it's crazy the hospitality was amazing we don't both here and in the cars <laughs> Yeah, well, I was gonna say any any of the local uh, neighbors in the cars are they gonna be mad? About uh, none of well, so the previous person that lived here did like giant trucks. So they're, I mean, oh, they're he had that big old shop for one truck. <laughs> they're broken so, in already. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't think, and and our truck's pretty quiet anyway, so it's not really. I don't think that's gonna be a problem. I think they'll be cool about it. Now, but, going back to the race, go to yeah. madness, get the help. I mean, some some absolutely awesome. Awesome shit there. And yeah. then you got a couple rounds of racing. First round made it happen, right? Yeah. So, so actually, you no, know, before we even left, you know, we, we drew for first round. And, right. I, and I told, I made a joke because I am the worst at first round draw. Actually, I'm just worse at, the worst at drawing, period. Um, it's always one of those things where I, I, I've got like a curse on me. Whoever is the highest horsepower in the group, that's who I'm drawing first round guaranteed <laughs> every goddamn time um and so i made a joke about it in the beginning and right. you know sure enough I'm, I'm pretty sure he was i mean maybe i don't know i guess i don't want to i'm pretty positive the the truck that i got matched up with in the first one was probably around one of the highest horsepower uh in the group so yeah it never fails that's why i need tanya there she needs to be drawn for me because otherwise i'm just gonna pick whoever can make ridiculous power because i picked boosted in the last time we came down to Texas. And then uh, before that, I picked Ryan Mitchell in Kansas City. 
Yeah, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some local ones too. Same thing. I just, right. uh, yeah, I got really bad luck. So, yeah, I made that joke, and then sure enough, I I picked that truck. And uh, but yeah, the cruise was nice, man. I like the no trailer stuff because it's you know you don't have to worry about you know what kind of suspension do you have and is it stock and you know all of this bullshit is just can you make can you make the the cruise you right. know and i don't think they they don't fuck around like they take you on a hike right it's a de- I, I thought it was going to be a little bit longer and maybe it normally is i guess depending on what spot or what meat spot they use it might be longer um but i mean it was it was a half an hour drive so i mean it wasn't wasn't you know really long but man if they wanted to make an hour i'd still do it you know right. Um, but it's you know uh, we're talking about cars that aren't going to run for more than four or five minutes nonstop. They're not making that drive. Right, exactly. You got really you know small amount of fuel on board, or it gets hot, or whatever. I mean, and I mean it's not. Uh, there are some. Well, yeah, but there are some. Yeah, perfectly good street cars that may have problems on the cruise. But just I mean, like the truck. Sometimes it has problems with heat. That doesn't mean it's not a street car. It just means it's a shitty street car. So. Yeah, right. Because nowhere in the history of ever uh, has something ever gone perfectly right. right. You know, yeah. the kind of racing you're doing, fucking something yeah. is fucked up. And if it's not you, it's somebody you know. Like that's just the way it works. Yeah, I mean, I used to drive a Kia Rio that overheated. That doesn't make it a pro mod. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah, um, but yeah. So the cruise was nice. We got there. Um, I, you know, and at the end of the race. Uh, I really wanted to do a bunch of grudge racing, but like on the way there, everybody had their trailers, you know, had somebody driving their trailers, following them. And, and I didn't have anybody. So I just, in the back of my mind, like even on the very first race, I was just like, you have to drive this shit back to the trailer. <laughs> like, don't go crazy <laughs> with it. Don't be hitting any curves. Don't, you know. And the problem was, is even on the first run, it seems like every, every test run that we did, we were just kind of blind. Um, I'm usually just used to being so much more prepared, knowing exactly what the truck's going to do. Um, knowing relatively what the surface can hold. I'm pretty good at guessing that. And it just, you know, with all the problems they were having, especially with that tie pipe, the car was running completely different. So it had had a, you know, a leak for a while. And so I wasn't really sure how the truck was going to respond. Uh, I had never seen that type of concrete before. Um, so I didn't know quite how to this. And I don't know, maybe they can verify it down there. Somebody told me that in Texas concrete is a huge, huge business because it gets so hot that they can't use like blacktop and shit. I, I, I don't know why they, use. there's a lot of concrete out here for sure. Um, I don't know exactly why, why they use it. There's some asphalt roads too, though. Um, but this specific concrete, cause I've been on other concrete roads and, you know, it's good. Concrete is always, to me, up until that weekend, <laughs> concrete is always going to be better than asphalt. Uh, but yeah, that, that one kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. So uh, it was just the way it was grooved. There wasn't a whole lot of surface area that your tire was actually on. And right. uh, so it just took me by surprise. But, uh, you know, it took it took him by surprise, too. Robert was the guy that I was, uh, you know, racing in that truck. And uh, he overshot it a, a little bit more than I overshot it, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't have a very good pass either. <laughs> That's the story of that one. Yeah. So, but then all of a sudden, look, all of a sudden they say, thanks for moving to Texas. And I mean, here's your gift. <laughs> Round two drawings. Right. I don't know if it was rigged. Maybe it was, maybe it was a nice welcome, welcome right. to Texas gift. But yeah, we, we draw the buy, which I mean, and, and I, I said it when I was there, uh, as far as Texas goes, this is the first time that I've like made it through first round. And then the first time that I get a buy and it's all in the same race and that put me into the final. So there was a little bit of weirdness with the, uh, with actually taking the buy. So that one kind of caught me off guard and was a little bit of uh, strategy. I don't know if, I, if we played it right. I mean, I feel like maybe I should have still made a pass and I might not have overshot so much on the second, second right. one, but uh, somebody had leaked oil, right in front of us uh, when I was about to make the test pass. And so, but it was salvageable. We were just going to move the line forward. Right. Uh, and so the way we kind of figured it was I would be putting rubber down on that, that patch of road, but I might not get that lane. Hey, so I would get some data and I would have a better understanding of, of uh, you know, what the road was going to take. 
but would it really uh, be worth it? Because I could get the lane that, yeah, I would have good data for, um, you know, that same surface, right. but there would be more rubber in the other lane. So if he got that one, he just, he'd be better off. Um, so it was kind of, it's a, it's a weighing act. You got to figure out what's worth more to you and what you yeah. want and everything else. So, and I wasn't sure, I didn't think that they were going to give me time to get out, change my calibration because I had, I had what I thought was going to be, uh, you know, good for where the starting line was. That's what was in the car as I was rolling up. And when they right. said, Oh, we're going to move that line up. Well, you know, am I going to get time to make that change so that I can take enough power out to, to go to the next one? So, yeah. You know, I was already in and ready to go. I was like, "Nasker, nah, we just we just won't do it." So, decided to uh, not take the run. And I don't, who knows? You know, we'll never know if it was <laughs> more useful to, to actually make it. The good news is now you're in a place where it's all right because it'll all happen again next weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I never think to my like, and that's what's kind of nice. People were like, "Well." But what if, uh, so, you know, you need time to build a car. Like that's what we do over the, over the winter, you know, when there's no racing going on. But I was like, well, the problem is a lot of times I'll start the build and something will go wrong. And then, you know, I won't get finished in time. I'll, it'll be halfway through the season by the time I actually get it finished. Yeah. Uh, and you know, maybe I only get like two months of racing or something like that. But when the racing is always going on, it doesn't matter when you finish your build. <laughs> You know, racing is right. It's going to be there next weekend. It's going to be there that day. Like, no matter what, it's still a better scenario. Even if you do, you sit there doing a build and you're missing the whole lot of racing, you know, it's going to be there when you're done. So it's still nice for us. I like it. And it's, it's funny because that's what a lot of people are doing. And see, that was a whole other thing that I meant to talk to Doug about. Uh, Cause I don't even know where to, I just remember him saying something about, you know, working on your car an hour every day. So like I put it on my to-do list, like my goals, daily check. I'm like, I have to spend one hour a day. And then, yeah. you know what I mean? So the other day I spent like two hours because I knew I had the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look up for it. But yeah, uh, but having that ability, but that's the thing is that I'm also in a place where, you know, like where you were. Okay. Well, let's say I fucking bust ass. I get a whole bunch of stuff done and I get it done in, you know, a month. There's not going to be anything to do. Yeah, it's going to be closed around here. Yeah, and you don't always control how the build's going to go. You know, it may take a lot longer uh, than you expect, and it may put you in a time where there's not racing going on when you get when you get finished. So, speaking of the process, when are we going to see the the Civic update? Uh, well, the next video we're going to talk about it. Uh, I gotta, I gotta. Well, yeah, actually, it should be a little bit this weekend. We'll talk about what's going on with it. I mean. Long story short, we're going to, it's going to be a pretty long-term thing, you know, talking about not being sure how, how projects are going to go. Yeah. This one (laughs) not going great. Um, There's the one, right? Yeah. So we'll probably, uh, oh, Tiny's coming in here to yell at me. (laughs) Um, yeah, we'll, we'll probably, that'll, it'll be more of a long-term thing because we want to do it at our shop. Right. So, but we have a lot of stuff that we need to get to be able to do what we need to do for that car. And you um, get boxes and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. So, uh, we were gonna have our friend Nick from PTS Fab do it for us here, um, but I think no matter what, it was either going to be a lot of money to have him help us out with the project, and it wasn't going to quite, you know, feel as good because we weren't going to be involved with every step of it. Right. And. Um, or the other way was to get what we need to do it ourselves, but that was going to be really long term because also a lot of money. And yeah. um, so I think we're going with the direction of, of uh, making it be a long term thing, but we're spoiled, tiny spoiled, <laughs> and we want to go, you know, racing in something right away. Yeah. So we are going to get another, we're getting another project card. Don't worry, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, well, uh, I'm giving away the, the secret ending. No, but we're gonna we're gonna get another project car that's gonna be a little bit. Um, yeah, it'll be a lot quicker to be right. up and running and having some fun, and 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 hopefully, we're picking the right vehicle to where uh, we can so. do a lot of classes. You know, tons. Uh, whether it be you know small tire, true street, a uh, bunch of other classes that I don't want to say. Otherwise, it'll give it away. Right, I'm gonna give it away. But I'm yes, yes, they're there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm excited about that. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, we're going to actually take a look at one this weekend. So hopefully, 
um, shit. I don't know. Maybe the car will be in the video this weekend. I'm not sure. Um, are you, uh, are you guys going to PRI? No, we are not going to PRI. Um, I was going to ask though, because I'm trying to figure out when the next time is, uh, that we would be able to go to the same, to the same event of some sort. Are you, doing- are you guys going to Texas 2K? I have no idea. No. When is Texas 2K? Uh, I think it's like it's, it's spring, isn't it? Yeah, it's early in the year. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to figure it out. Are you doing dig or die in North Carolina? I I don't think so. It's Probably not. Christmas. It's not an easy one. Yeah. No. And it's. Uh, I mean, I know it's not as far as it used to be to us, but that one's still a pretty. That one's still a pretty big one. We we and we want to try to like do as much stuff near us as we can, because that's one of the benefits of coming down here is there's a lot of racing in this like little area. So right. probably won't do any long trips for, you know, a C, uh, you know, this year for sure. And so. that's one of the benefits of the places like that. And I think, uh, I think Kansas city is like similar. You know, yeah. It's, different, it's a different feel. I think living mm-hmm. in Kansas city versus living down in Texas or, you know, Oklahoma or whatever. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know what I mean? It, it's the same. Kind that of was thing. one place that I was disappointed that we weren't, we're not really any closer to Kansas city, you know, like our, our trip from Colorado would have been the same as the, as the trip from, Oh, Robert said Texas two K's in March. Okay. Yeah. You like how I did um, that. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I didn't realize I was able to see comments. Everybody's not been commenting. <laughs> I don't know how this thing works. Yeah. Um, Remember what I yeah, said? Yeah. We're just as far. Plan, if I got it to work. Yeah. <laughs> just going to toss everything. Just sweep across the desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, well, we, we figured it out somehow. Okay, so we were saying Kansas City's not any closer. Yeah, it's unfortunate too because man, dude, like Toby uh, and and all the racing that happened. I mean, there's a lot of really fast guys in that area, and um, it seems like they're kind of a similar mentality to you know the guys down in Texas, where there's just always something going on, something um, which is impressive out there. So when we did the, or well, I say we, I mean I was there, but. Uh, when they did the last one, the big one, that was the yeah. small tire or whatever. Like, yeah. One of the spots we went to the one night, we had to, like, not really kick, but we had to kick some other people out of there. Like, they were more <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, cool, but, like, we've kind of got the biggest small tire thing happening. Right. We're kind of, yeah. Gonna, <laughs> we're not saying your thing is, you know, small and insignificant. Right. We're, we're just saying we got a shit ton of dudes here <laughs> that are trying to get down. Like we literally yeah. fucking coast to coast to Delaware, New yeah. York, California. I mean, yeah. right now. Um, By the way, you can stay and watch. <laughs> I think that's what ended up happening is a bunch of them folks. Uh, and it was weird because in that spot, that spot didn't get, didn't get busted. Well, I know it did at the end, but this be mm. but there was a bunch of folks that just stayed and was like, Oh, so and like they didn't even know, like they had no clue. <laughs> like just next thing you know, there's fucking a couple hundred people standing there, and they're like, "Man, yeah. I'm here for this fucking bullshit." No, yeah, yeah, no that 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 race was nuts. I wish I wish we would have been able to go to something like that. I mean, we'll try. We'll I definitely mean, try to go because there's going to be another. You know, yeah. I I suggested something. Uh, I forget when this was, like a couple weeks ago. And what I would like to see, and in a in a fun kind of you know way, is the return of like some team style racing. You know, now that we've got folks everywhere, you know, you got Richard and you got SSR and Limpy and all them guys down there in that mm-hmm. area, and you got Toby up there in Kansas City, you got Billy in Ohio, yeah. you got me over here on the East Coast. If we all just kind of like threw together something and then all met in the mm-hmm. middle, you know, yeah. And, and, had a, and then doing like a like a teams like an actual team uh, yeah. dynamic to where it's the winner is the team and not individual people. Uh, like, I don't know about if the winner is the team, but definitely have like five people from the northeast, five people yeah, from yeah. you know the Midwest, five people from down, whatever, something like that. You know, yeah. just to, well, my thought process to encourage more racing because then oh yeah locally you know what i mean it'll be more racing locally in everybody's area because they're like oh man we yeah. want to be able to do this thing or whatever you know what i mean yeah yeah no and it's definitely it'll you know motivate everybody to be helping each other out when they're testing at home for you know right. something where you're competing for other people and i already kind of saw that one of one of the things uh richard he was uh he was out there 
And uh, I guess, be, like, because I'm in Texas now, like, you know, they, like they would give me certain pointers about the about the road and stuff. And it's just right. like that's that's a there's already a pretty good, uh, you know, like local friend or, or team mentality. It seems like down here. But I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't. It was the first time that we've actually or I guess second time that we've had the outing. But first time kind of feeling like a local. And uh, it does. It seems everybody seems so nice. It's crazy. I like it. I'm starting to think that maybe Texas is the best idea. It's kind of nice down here. <laughs> it is. It's like it's fucking. First of all, Texas in itself is huge. So, you know what I mean. Just get yeah. across the state is like traveling. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're we're kind of we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere out here, but man, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's worth it. Still feels worth it so far. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the big news. That's what we got going on. We took it up right until literally ten o'clock. So even though there's more shit I got to talk with you about, we can. Talk <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah, you let me know anytime you want me to hop on. Even like when you lose a guest or something, <laughs> I'll be a filler. Look, these motherfuckers. I don't even know because I don't even know if we're using the same program next week. Like, yeah, I I don't even know what the hell's going to happen now. I figured it out. This one seemed to work out all right, though. If you can get it to be consistent. Well, and that's the thing is we could never get Facebook to be consistent. But usually mm. I knew enough workarounds or whatever, you know what I mean, that we yeah. figured it out. But, like, this week there just wasn't. I'm like, these guys called me, you know what I mean? <laughs> and they were like, yo, we're trying to get somebody on live and we can't do yeah. it. Out. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Like, I, I fucked it up a bunch of times. Nope. Yeah. Straight shut down. There you I go. I love the. I love the. Send me a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Richard, Richard and Limpy, both both you guys, and and Lonnie, everybody that you know uh, puts those races on, dude. That's that's the the best kind of racing ever. You guys do a great job. And here's one of the things that I that I love about them guys down there, like Richard, for example. I know. If I go down that motherfucker and I pick up the phone and I call Richard and I'm like, hey, I want to race or I've got somebody that wants to race or whatever. <laughs> like, no matter what the fuck kind of day he's having, no matter how he feels about you, whatever the fuck, like that you can <laughs> just be like, all right. And then call you back in a half hour and be like, all right, so I got like two people that might want to race. Do you want to, you know what I mean? Next thing you know, like yeah. just a couple races off. But. He helps it out, makes it happen. Dude, the motiv- the motivation for those guys, I mean, is is unreal. I mean, they knew for a fact they were not sleeping that night. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. that was just in the plan. <laughs> it's no, nuts. That's, that's like big. That's one of the things. So I started working on a little bit. Uh, I wanted to do the movie about Kansas City as like an actual kind of movie documentary uh-huh. style thing, right? Like I'm fucking recording voiceovers and all this, that, and the other. Um, it may be terrible. I don't know. <laughs> That's no. But that 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 would be really interesting. One of the things that I missed is like none of us record recorded, and it was like the next the next morning, and fucking we're exhausted, like yeah. we're done, you know. And then we all go over to like fucking IHOP, and there's me, Billy, and Richard, and fucking like Limpy, and just there's a whole bunch of people there. Well, me, Billy, and Richard are going fucking ape shit on memory card. Like Richard's got six hundred <laughs> fucking GoPros. Oh my god, yeah. You know what I mean? We're going through all that. Okay, we're putting everything on. And then I remember the first day we did because round one took all night. Mm-hmm. So round one took all night. The first after that first night, then we were still like, yo, we should all put out one video from night one. And we were like, you know what I mean? Like now Grant yeah. just spent fucking like, two hours at IHOP. <laughs> memory cards because we also made sure everybody had it yeah if my computer crashed over the weekend it didn't matter richard and billy had like we had backup yeah backup yeah uh that's awesome uh but fucking then they're like oh we should well i forget whose idea it may have been my idea i don't fucking know but we were like we should all put out one video from the first night mm-hmm. so then we stayed up and like <laughs> we picked, uh, i think all of us picked we as a group, precious time you can't be wasting it sleeping $128 show. Oh, dude, I know. I don't know. I don't know why you guys didn't pick the truck stop. Oh, I fucking, I wanted to do that one time. One time I went to fucking Kentucky for a JJ's thing. 
and then um, we left Kentucky Saturday, and there was a Sunday service that Sunday morning in Ohio. Yeah, and we went to a hotel, and it, that's literally what it was. Like we paid for the hotel. Yeah, took a that hit, hurts. Walked right back out, <laughs> and was like, "All right, now I'm gonna go flag this." It was funny because the, the dudes came from like Delaware. We still gotta put that video out and shit. Um, but the uh, the dudes came from Delaware and everything else. And like the first race, there was like a jump call or something, and they were looking at it. Oh, that's perfect. Richard just sent me a photo of us. I, mean, <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. Delirious at that point. Just straight fucking delirious. I don't so even know where that messenger. Was. Oh, that was that was one of the breakfasts. Yep. I don't know if you oh, nice. <laughs> but like just grinding it out. And look, no, not to say the guys who were racing, the guys who were racing were fucking – you know what I mean? They were doing the same thing. People were making fixes. Yeah. Like Nick. Nick went testing Thursday night, broke his trans, swapped his trans in the fucking Kansas City streets. Like Jesus. Yeah. It was it was mayhem. It was pure fucking mayhem. But gotta do what you gotta do. But it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing. Cause like living in that area, like now you work Monday through Friday, like you're not gonna sleep on the weekend. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, we can at least trickle in Kansas City trips and, like, all right, well, I went home, I recovered. <laughs> like, next weekend, I'm going to do shit. Yeah. We ain't recovering from that. So, no. I'm grinding it out. It's like, no. Yeah. It's worth it, though. Right. I don't know. I don't know why, but it is. Because it, like, I don't, you know what it is. It's that feeling. You can't, look, no matter what you do, I don't, whatever kind of racing you do, this, that, and the other, you cannot fully replicate the street you know what i mean i i don't know i don't know how to explain it it's i mean i don't know i i could race it's it's really the same to me no matter well not the same i guess but i just like racing i don't give a shit where i'm at and if it's if the street is available then that's where i like racing if the track's available i'll race there too it's a legal street event but and that's the thing well i mean every look especially if you got a car whatever like, yeah, if something's open, fuck, I'm going to go race that day. I didn't have no plans. If it's a track, if it's this, it's that, whatever. Even still, everybody races everywhere. All the monsters, yeah. We had about <laughs> five minutes. Yeah. But, well, look, we, we got off topic. We went hard. Yeah, my bad. You guys were <laughs> You got to get the boxes. I got to get back to the Kansas City movie. I appreciate it very much. Thank you for coming on tonight. Tell Thanks for having me, man. Where we have, uh, hop off here. Where can they catch up with you at? Uh, just search slower than you on either YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, it's pretty much all the same everywhere. Go watch, go watch some videos, go subscribe, do some things. Go do some things. I don't even know. I can't find it somewhere in here. I've got it stacked over to the side. My 325 sticker. Oh yeah. I know. I was trying to get one so I could show everybody on here, but I, it's packed away somewhere. We'll find them eventually. I think. It might be outside in my box outside because I just put a bunch of stickers up on the thing. Yeah. Best motors around. Absolutely. 110%. <laughs> we'll get back into that in another time. Thank you. Yep. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Have a good night. You too. Remove. All right. Not so bad. So we worked through it, ladies and gentlemen. Hot damn. It was rough. This evening, trying to get well, I'm not really rough this evening. We had a great time with two awesome, awesome guests. That is without a doubt. Um, but the day leading up to it, to getting this fucking thing working today, it was killing me. Got it figured out. We powered through. We made it happen, ladies and gentlemen. With that being said, y'all know the deal. It's after ten o'clock. We've been on here for an hour. And Doug, who I didn't even get to ask on camera, which I got to ask again about. Uh, doing the hour a day thing. I need to go get to my hour a day and try to get it figured out and respond to all these messages, emails, blah, blah, blah. That's what I probably got to do. So thank you guys for tuning in. That has been another episode of Race Talk Advice, and I'm out.